Welcome to this week's Silk Grassroots Podcast, The Amateur Footballer, brought to you by the Down to Play app. On Tuesday the 21st of September 2021, the grassroots football community lost a player. We also lost a friend, a son, a brother, an uncle and a fiancé in Michael Cole. Coley was 37 years of age and was diagnosed with stage 4 skin cancer at the early parts of last year, to which unfortunately he lost his battle with this horrific disease in mid-September. To remember Michael, we have arranged a charity football match at Bromley FC between Real Madrid and Millwall. The Real Madrid squad to be made up of past and present Farnborough OBGFC players and the Coney Hall team to be made up of past teammates from Coley's previous clubs. 7 o'clock gates with an 8pm kickoff. The bar shuts at 12pm. We also have a raffle which will include various different prizes including a signed Anthony Joshua boxing glove from games consoles to alcohol. A auction, charity auction which will include two items, a Declan Rice signed England Euro 2020 shirt and a signed Paul Gascoigne Adidas Predator football boot. We share this event in memory of young Connor Owlett. Connor was eight years old and lost his battle with a very aggressive form of leukaemia two days before his ninth birthday. Five pound on the door. All proceeds raised on the evening to be split between St Christopher's Hospice, who looked after Michael in his last few months, and Children with Cancer UK. See you on the 28th. Hello and welcome to the Amateur Football Podcast with myself, Tabriz, the, the host, the creator of the Amateur Football Platform. Go and find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as well. Big shout out to Andrew and the Selk Podcast. Uh, again, um, his video has literally gone twice viral. <laughs> I don't know if twice viral... I don't know if that's even a phrase. But um, yeah, you know, um, thank you to everyone that's literally uh, supported that video. Uh, and again, just to make things clear, uh, we are here to support the officials. Anyone that that doesn't support the officials, I don't know what's wrong with you guys, man. Honestly, without the officials, we don't play football. And to anyone out there that, Again, likes to highlight all of the bad stuff that uh, that um, officials do, the bad stuff that the players do to the officials. Yes, there you know there are certain things, but also as well, go and promote the good stuff that players do for officials, the great stuff that officials do during the game. Like we're here to make sure that you know we we all know that football is here to stay, and you know we root. And we want a really open and honest conversation. Anyway, enough waffling. Let's go straight into this episode. And this is really, oh wow. Um, again, I, I was I was thinking about this, and and you know I'm still a little bit raw about it. But hey, you know, let me um, let me talk about it. So I don't know if you guys know, um, I'm still playing. And I play for a Vets team on a Saturday called Independent FC. And we play in the Kent League. And we're in Division 2. And uh, at this present moment in time, we're top of the league. 
And also as well, we had that unbeaten run uh, of 10 games. Unbeaten for the whole season. And, you know, that was... I won't say that was our mission, but, you know, at the present... Uh, you know, at that present moment in time, you know, we've, like, played everyone. We've, like, beaten everyone as well. And, you know, people were thinking that we were going to run away with it. Anyway, now, so we... So on Saturday, we play a team called Catford. Catford Wanderers Vets. Um, very well-established team, probably on the brink of folding a few years ago until um, uh, a gentleman called Ainsley took over and, you know, he's kind of brought it back from the brink and, you know, they're playing good football and they are now in Division 2. A few of the independent players, former in, you know, independent players, now play for Catford. And, you know, we let know of a lot of their players, you know, when you play in a Vets league, especially at a high... Well, it doesn't matter what level that you play. You are bound to come across people that you've played with at open age. Or even younger. School, you know, high school. Um, you know, at, you know, county level. Ex-pros. Like, you know, you are talking about really good players. You know, um, a really good standard of play as well that you, you are going to know. So... That was the situation at Catford. And, uh, you know, I didn't play. I was injured. However, I had my camera. I thought, you know what, let me, let me film behind the scenes. You know, rather than filming the game, I'll do you a behind the scenes look in terms of what goes on at Independent. And you can find that video on YouTube. And, you know, it will probably explain a lot of what I'm talking about right now. And, um, of course, you know, for independent, it was like, you know what, we've got to keep the run going. It's away from home. Um, you know, we like we can't get drawn into the emotion of the game. You know, Catford are, you know, are a team in form, semi-final of the, you know, of the League Cup. And, you know, they're, they are, they're doing okay. You know, they are now picking up some results. And of course, you know, being like top of the league, we have a target. You know, on our backs, you know, people, you know, people want to beat us. So, of course, people are going to raise their games. And, you know, really, that was that the team talk. Everyone was really, really relaxed. Um, t- too relaxed, really, when when I actually think about it now. A bit too relaxed, knowing the, the magnitude of, of the game. Within the first two or three minutes, the challenges that Catford are putting in. Um, very tough, rugged, and what you expect, grassroots or open age football, you know, and, you know, that set the tone. That set the tone to what the game was going to be like. And we didn't respond. We didn't respond, especially in the first half. We conceded within the first two minutes. And, you know, I'm filming here. So I'm filming everything that's going on going on uh, on the sideline, I'm filming our management. I'm filming what's going on, and and uh, it just there was just no energy, and we didn't really penetrate. We didn't look like the the team that were top. You know, we I won't say we were a shell, but we were shell shocked. But you know, we we were. We were just trying to feel our way into the game. And you can't feel your way into a game with 
with a small crowd there. There were teams that didn't didn't have a game, so they came down to actually watch this. Now knowing that most of them were supporting the opposition, that you know you can't go into this game half-heartedly. And to myself, I was just, I was just kind of looking around on the pitch, and there were times I kind of caught myself just daydreaming, and I was thinking to myself, this is a game that I, that I personally would love to be involved with. You know, it's the it's the battle, it's the willingness to win, it's the you know. It's the beating your opponent, really beating your opponent. And, you know, those are the games that I love. I'm not the most technical, gifted player. Uh, and, you know, uh, hey, I can I can pass a ball, I can I can do certain things, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not now what, what my game is at this present moment in time. Uh, and, and I love a battle. I love a scrap. And, you know, um, the first half ended, you know, 1-0 to Catford Wanderers. And, you know, the honestly, I really think that the management were really, really fair to the players. Because a lot of them could have been dug out. And, again, when you're talking about Vets football, you are looking at an age where managers would dig out players and they would look for a response and, you know, they'd shout and they would, you know, really, really get into a player or players. But that wasn't the case. It was just like, OK, you know what? Let's forget about the first half. We're still in this game. We, you know, it's 1-0. Now we're shooting slightly downhill as well. So that's going to really help us. We have the players. We have the ability to actually get something from this game. Go out and prove it. The guys came out and I was, you know, again, my adrenaline's going. My adrenaline's going. You know, I'm I'm like thinking to myself, you know what, I've brought my kit. I'm, I'm sure I can just do a few 15, 20 minutes. But again, there's a reason why I brought my camera. I was thinking, you know what, because I've got a camera in hand, that's the mentality, that's the focus I'm, you know, on right now. So, second half starts. And it was kind of more of the same. Um... You know, we we weren't really getting the ball down. And if we were going direct, it was to the striker's feet. And as a centre-back, that's what you like. You don't like anything over your head. You don't you don't want to be turning. I'm, I will tell you that for free. Any managers, any coaches, any players out there, it doesn't matter what level, defenders do not like turning and running towards their goal. They like things in front of them. You know... That's that's how we play, you know. If you turn us and got and literally get us running, yes, you know what? We may be able to catch you, and or you know, we may be able to at least put in a challenge or whatever. But we don't want to be doing that ninety minutes. Trust me. Defenders do not like running towards their own goal because again, it just causes panic and confusion. Anyway, now it wasn't happening. Strappy game. However, we score an equaliser. Absolute worldy. Free kick, um, left side of the penalty area. So it was a kind of in-swinging right foot curler. Again, go onto my Instagram, the amateur football, or go onto YouTube and actually watch the Catford versus independent game. I think that that goal, you know, is worthy going viral. 100%. 100%. So we literally, you know, 
get this goal. You know, strike strikers feeding off scraps, but like he gets his goal. One one, and we're now under ascendancy. Now we're creating chances. You know, we can kind of just see them wobbling like a little bit. We had a few chances, we don't take them. One one, and now they re they recover. Now they've they've like got the is it like the no salt soul? You know, all those salts that boxers have just to perk them up. You know, makes okay. You know, we're back in this fight now. Yes, you've had your round or two. Now everything's good. And again, it was going back and forth a little bit. And two minutes before the end. And again, with me recording, I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know what? Cool. One one. I get the recording, and you know, again, I was thinking to myself, I've got enough footage. You know, it's not a great game. I'm not there to record the game. I'm there to record what's going on in the sideline. And and those banter. Um, the independent uh, ma managers were, were were talking to me, which is great as well, just to kind of give you guys an insight in terms of what's been said. Sucker punch. We we concede with the last two minutes, and again, you know, we like talk about officials and like whatnot. Did the official miss a handball? I don't know. Um, did it look like a handball? Possibly. But, you know, how like the ball was travelling and hit the person's hand, you can't really... You can't really blow for that. And even if the referee blew, yeah, cool. You know, it could have gone either way. But the distance from ball to hand was just really short. So their player had kind of ball to hand as the left-back was trying to clear it. Hit, you know, hits his hand, ricochets back to the right winger's feet. The right winger crosses it across the box. Um, the centre forward, who's just about free, takes a shot, point blank. The keeper saves it. And the person on the left wing runs up and uh, taps it in. Free one. Can't really go crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, and, you know, I get... Uh, a person come up to my camera and starts yelling and hollering and and again you can find all this on the on my channel and hey like I'm there to record a game so yeah I'm there recording everything's it is what it is Catford hang on to win the game the celebrations at full time they were loud they were loud Catford beat Independent to end their run. And again, you know, when I've got the camera in hand, or even sometimes when I don't even have the camera in my hand, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always looking. I'm always looking and I'm always analysing. Just to let you guys know. I'm always looking and I'm always analysing. And I'm just looking at how, like, people are reacting, their body language. I'm, like, looking at their players coming up to our players and, and jumping on them and things like that. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, these, these, these guys, okay. Cool. I'm looking how uh, the Catford goalkeeper, and again, uh, a good friend of mine, Nana, that used to play for Independent, how, how like, but like now he's playing for Catford, how he was cheering. And I was looking at him, I was thinking, okay, all right. I see how it is. And I'm looking around and, you know, I can see some of our players just head down and frustrated and they were taking it out on everyone else apart from looking at themselves. Full time. Our manager says exactly what he needs to say. And then uh, I think again, very, very kind. And it was a wake up call. 
absolute wake up call. And for me, it was like, okay, you know what? Teams are now have, you know, teams now have a tactic. They have a tactic and they have a purpose in terms of how to break us down. And cut and you know, against Catford, it worked. But for me personally, it was more about how I felt after the game. The celebrations and how like the whole game went. And you know, I I said it on my show. Catford for all of that Saturday and some of Sunday were living rent free in my brain. Rent free. And I wasn't even playing and I was going again and again and again and again and I was thinking, what what went wrong? Why why didn't we hold out for a draw? One one Two minutes ago, why are we going for a win? Within the first two or three minutes of the game, when like we saw the challenges that were coming in, why didn't we respond with our own? It's very unlikely that a referee is going to book you, even if it was a kind of a late challenge. They're going to say, okay, you know what? We're going to let that one go. Why, like, why like, didn't we respond to that? And again, as I, you know, as I said before, that, like, that the celebrations were loud. In their changing room, it was loud. I heard a few things in that changing room. A few of our own players heard things in that changing room. Pissed me off. And I was thinking, wow, okay, you know, teams really don't want us to win, which is fine. Because, you know, when you're, when you're top, um, then, you know, people literally want to make sure that they can knock you off your perch. Absolutely fine. And I literally respect Catford and I respect anyone that does that. Well, does, you know, Catford deserve to win. But again, I think, you know, this is kind of more of a declaration more than anything else. Is it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's for me to say and to probably even verbalise it. And I've kind of said it before, but again, I'm going to say it again. I'm glad Catford celebrated like that. I'm glad Catford had the willingness to win. I'm glad that Catford put in those challenges because as a player, and again, I'm kind of putting like the amateur, ooh, the amateur football platform aside. I'm a, you know, I'm a football player. That has inspired me to do more as a, as a player. Nothing like to do with content. Nothing like to do with, with, with recording. It's nothing to do with that. That's inspired me you know, as a player. That's literally, again, reset the fire, reset the passion, reset the, the kind of aggressive way I, that I play to make sure that I come home with a winner's medal a league winner's medal, that I can contribute to the team and make sure that the team can rely on me when needed. It has inspired me to think that everyone doesn't want us to win. And that may not be true, but you've got to stay very, very, very focused. You have to stay focused on your journey. And people will say, you know what? Yes, you are expected to win the league. But you know what? Now, with us losing, it's 
it's put the whole league wide wide open because there are teams there that have only lost one game as well. There are teams that have only lost two games. And like we've got 10 games left or so. It's opened up the league. And again, this is, for me, what makes football, grassroots football, so interesting. You can lose a game and then it's a, and then, and, you know, then it's a football inquiry, which is which is cool. WhatsApp messages were kind of going off. Training, you know, a few things were said, I think. But hey, it is what it is. But but for me, it's just reset everything. It just kind of made me think exactly what I need to do. And also to the players as well that played. Hopefully, it's made them think exactly what they need to do. At training and also in a game. When you're not playing well, if you're playing shit, do the basics. Do the basics well and then everything else will fall into place. To management, don't get too emotional in the game. Actually, not too emotional. Just don't get emotional. Don't get caught up in the whole game in terms of we have to win it. With two minutes to go, the players and management should have looked at it overall and said, you know what? A 1-1 draw, a draw away from home against a good Catford team, it's cool, that's fine. We can't get drawn in into foolishness. And again, Catford, and I said it, Catford were running rent-free in my head. It made me think, and again, sometimes you need people to be running rent-free in your head because that means it affected you in a certain way. And like you know that you've got to respond in a, in a different way to make sure that that doesn't happen. Our next game, uh, as we speak right now, there's no game coming up on the Saturday. So I believe there's training. I won't be there. I've got uh, other things I have to get sorted out, which we've already pre-booked and done. But believe you me, anyone from, from the Vets League, from Independent, from Catford, from whoever is listening to this, trust me. I can't speak for anyone else, but trust me. Oh, I am focused. Oh, I am determined to win. Oh, I'm de- you know, de- determined to get that winner's medal. And again, every single team will be thinking the same way. Oh, but you know, people who really know me know, know how obsessive I can get about certain things. And this is something that I'm going to be very obsessed about. It's good for Vets football. It's good for football in general. Having these type of conversations, having these type of uh, rivalries, having these type of competitions, because again, it keeps everything fresh. And again, it's good that Catford are putting things out on socials as well. Because again, you know, it proves that it means something to them. It means something to Vets football. It means something to football. We always say that you learn something in defeat or in adversity. So true. If like we would have won that game, but won it scrappy, or unless you even got a draw, we'd have just papered it over the cracks. But because it was against Catford and they beat us in the last minute and that was their first win against us because we used to beat them before five, six, seven nils 
five, six, seven ones. They would never, you know, back in the day, they just couldn't live with us. And now they're going toe-to-toe and beating us 1-0. Not saying that we've gone backwards. No, 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 no. They've got better. And we've got better because we're top of our league. <sighs> 22 minutes in. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. My name is Tabriz, amateur footballer, creator. Please go and find me on all of the major platforms. If you need anything from me, please DM me or please DM Selk. Just want to give a big shout out um, as we, you know, what's I'm talking to you guys, to uh, Team Grassroots, Soccer Socials, Selk, Sunday League TV, Ultimate Sports Network. So many people that literally produce just wonderful work for like the football community. So many people that go out there and literally want to spread the great stuff that people are doing. Coaches, managers, players, social media platforms, grassroots posts. Big, big, big shout out. We have to do everything together. And yes, there are going to be some people that will will probably accelerate a little bit faster than others, which is cool. That's fine. But like, as long as everyone's growing growing together, that is the objective. Thank you guys for listening. Tabriz Chinosa here. Amateur Football Channel. See you guys next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.